Nightmare on this Thursday afternoon. And I'm super excited uh, to welcome our first guest of today, uh, Sadia Osmani. And she's here for a brand new segment on the Radio 3123 show uh, called Thursday Chinwag. Good afternoon to you, Sadia. Good afternoon to you, Noreen. It's great to speak to you. It's, it's nice to sit on this side. <laughs> I was going to say, usually you're the listeners are like, oh, usually you're on this side of, of the board, controlling uh, the, the buttons and whatnot. So we decided to, to launch a, a segment called Chinwag because it's sometimes nice just to chat through uh, different issues surrounding us in society. So what topic have you chosen uh, for us this afternoon? Well, I thought we'd look at um, the whole subject of masks because that seems to be something that, you know, is constantly mentioned. And obviously in Hong Kong, we are really, I think it's symbolic of Hong Kong now in terms of if you walk out in the street, 99%. I was actually looking, <clears throat> sorry, I was actually looking around when I was coming in and I was kind of just thinking, okay, you know, spot the person without mask. But actually, I didn't see anyone at all. So are you good. of the mask camp or the non-mask camp? I am of the mask camp now. Um, <laughs> I, You know, it's been a kind of, because you see, I think lots of people in Hong Kong, because of the SARS, because of this back Background, they are kind of they have it, it it's instilled in their minds you know and once that becomes instilled in your mind then it becomes something that you can do without thinking and you know you know I don't that. even I don't even think about it yeah, yeah it's yeah. so natural you know even before the pandemic sure. if you have a flu or cough it's always wear a mask yeah but that's yeah. something that I think quite a few expats perhaps you know just it's, it's, it's kind of hard culture. to get your head around yeah. and initially when things happened I think we had um, quite a few sort of messages, quite a few things which were floating around, which were telling us, no, actually, you don't need to wear a mask. Well, because- like the WHO, yeah. you know, they they said only wear a mask if you're sick so that exactly. you don't spread the droplets. That's right. And that's fair enough to an extent. But when you've got a sort of pandemic, you don't know who's symptomatic and who's asymptomatic. It's, being, it's all about sort of being safer. I mean, you don't know. Okay, it may not make a big difference, but who knows? It may make a big difference. Yeah. But I think it's about raising awareness of that. And also, I think what's happening, perhaps, certainly in the UK, I know that uh, I've got a whole family in the UK. Nobody's really wearing masks. Yeah, how right? are they doing? They're fine. They're absolutely fine. Everyone's obviously on lockdown and everyone's in their own homes. But it has taken me quite a bit of time to sort of talk to people and say, listen, guys, you should just wear a mask, even when you go out, just even if it's for a little while. But I think initially the whole mask issue may have, um, you know, been sidetracked a little bit because there weren't enough masks around. And then people started to say, no, actually, you don't need to wear it. You can just, um, you know, you can, you just don't go near people or whatever, because there weren't enough around. And I think people were scared that, you know, if we start to say everyone should wear it, there's going to be a huge uproar and everyone's going to demand it and they're not there. So I think that's something that certainly may be happening in the UK. And we're looking at like the face mask prices here in Hong Kong, that they're starting to come down, but they were sort of really expensive. expensive. I mean, for a box that used to be 50 Hong Kong dollars for a box of 50. Paying 300. uh, Exactly. And that's already an okay price. I've seen what I've seen. So there's still about that price, really. Yeah, about 298. Yeah. 295 things like that. That's right. The, the most expensive box of masks I ever saw were the N95. They were selling it for $1,000 for 20. Gosh. Yeah. 
It's just crazy. But then, but then, you know, suddenly when you have this fear, this is where I suppose, you know, it works on your whole mental thing, that when you have this great fear, then you think, you, have, you weigh up and you think, look, okay, I'm going to buy this box of masks. But once you have these masks, then you have to know, okay, I need to wear it properly. I need to understand when I should dispose of it if I've worn it for too long and things like that. So initially, I think it was just the, the awareness. And I probably didn't wear it initially thinking oh it's not really going to protect me or anything like that but then after a while when I started to read up and things and looked at different articles and things I thought you know what you're actually probably better to be covered and safe compared to finding out later that it's not going to do it but something must be going right in Hong Kong for us to have the stats that we have well that's true you're absolutely right I've seen the graphs comparing nations places that wear masks compared to the the, the places that don't mm. if you look at the graph or the trajectory of Hong Kong Singapore uh, Taiwan they're all relatively low and the, and the curve is flatter yeah. than ones in Europe you know Spain Italy yeah. Germany America UK even where the culture is really not yeah. mask wearing and I think in UK too and some of these other places there may be a little aspect of the whole vanity thing because you know at the end of the day it's you very know, strange it's, it's weird because if you're not used to wearing mask and you put it on and then you suddenly think oh, I can't breathe you know and and you know you're you're feeding your own breath in your own face and things like that and suddenly you're hidden you're invisible and people don't actually recognize you in the street either so this whole vanity thing comes into where you think oh this looks really awful I can't wear it yeah. so you've got to get past that and think and I think now people are putting their life in perspective and looking around the world. When it was just here, you just thought, okay, this is just us. But now when you look at it on a global scale, you realise that actually your life, you have to put it in perspective. It's a, well, I can't say the word on It's a global pandemic. pandemic exactly. <laughs> so it means something. I think it's, it's sinking in now to understand what it yeah. means. But with the mask comes responsibility, though, doesn't it? And also, just to add to that point, Sadia, it's also because if you wear a mask, people will think, oh, gosh, are you really sick? And yeah. so there's an element yeah. of that. Oh, what's wrong with you? Why are you wearing a mask? And I think initially it felt like that in Hong Kong, too. You know, yeah. gosh, why is that person wearing a mask? Yeah, what's are you, wrong with Because you're infected, because you've got something that you want to keep in. Yeah. That's exactly what I think is happening abroad. You know, they don't want to draw people are thinking, attention. If you wear a mask, you must be infected. We're going to keep away from you type yeah. thing. So I think that's, again, it's just about awareness and education it takes time i think now if people are g given the choice i think they would want to and i i think sales are now going up for masks and people are sending it from here aren't they they are so there's big queues it, it, it was before it was from say europe's people in america sending it to yes, hong kong yes, and china and then yes. now it's the other way around That's right. and you, you raised a great point you know with, with masks a great responsibility you know, are we wearing it correctly yeah um and a lot of the times we aren't you know face masks are disposable um, sometimes people wear it a few times because there's a shortage. You know, I've been guilty of that <laughs> because, you know, you just don't have enough and you need to be seen yeah. to be wearing a mask. But that's actually totally incorrect. And in fact, um, a dentist once pointed out that once you get bacteria on the outer layer right. and the inner layer, if you wear it again the next day or, or, or other days or another time in a few hours time, you're actually inhaling all that bacteria and all yeah. those germs 
um, yeah. that that's on the mask. So yeah. you're initially, I remember when there weren't many masks around, right? And I had a I had a sort of handful of them. I had about four or five, and I had to go out do shopping things like that. And I was kind of thinking, okay, how can I use this again, right? So I had a great brain wave, and this is only for between you and me now, Noreen. <laughs> and then I thought, okay, you know, maybe like if you put a piece of paper on it and then you iron it and then you take the heat, put the heat in it, you might sterilize it like that. You're not going to wet it. But then and the I heat, did try that. Did you? And did it, it melted it, on the yeah, paper. <laughs> <laughs> it melted and there was this blue stuff all over the paper. And I thought, well, that's not going to work. That's okay. one mask gone. That's one Four mask left. gone. And so that wasn't really worth it. And you think, okay, should I spray something? So I'm sure everyone has probably gone through that scenario where they've thought, okay, how can I make this last for a little longer mm-hmm. so I don't have to be digging into the... Um, digging into yeah. new ones. Yeah. So the, um, some experts have said you can put a, I don't know if they're experts, but you know people sort of sharing, uh, you can put a piece of facial tissue in mm-hmm. between your mouth and the mask, but then that actually just stops the inside from getting wet from your own saliva yeah. and breathing, yeah. but the outside is still dirty. So once you take it off by touching the outside and then you touch the inside, yeah. it's rendered That's useless. That's another thing, isn't it? It's yeah. when you take it off. And also you see a lot of people who've got a mask on and they, you know, they might pop into McDonald's or somewhere and they get a drink and they just pop it down. To the chin. And then, yeah, pop it down to the chin because you see lots of people with these little bearded masks, you know. And uh, so everyone's got this kind of little mask beard and they take it off and pop it up back. And so just that action of actually lifting the mask up and covering your face again, you've just got that stuff whatever it is that's sticking on the end of that mask, you've got it on your hands. And I don't know about you, but, you know, people say that we touch our face about 200, 300 times a day or whatever it is. But to tell you the truth, when I've had the mask on, I'm touching it even more. more. I'm just kind of like trying to adjust it because then and then you get hot and sticky and sweaty. And now as the weather's changing, then I'm thinking, oh, I'm just going to stay put. Yeah. I'm just well, your stay nose in. is higher than mine, so it kind of props it up a little bit. Mine just sort of like <laughs> I've got slides a down. Nose, so it rests quite comfortably. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got one too, but a flatter version. Oh, right. It's the Pakistani, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it kind of slides down. And you're right, I'm readjusting it, yeah. sort of pulling it around my cheek and then squeezing the nosy bit. But, you know, but what I am amazed at is the number of children I have seen wearing a mask. Seriously. Yes. And they seem to be totally comfortable. They're running around this. If it had been me, I'm sure as a child, if somebody put that mask, I would have ripped it off. And, it, you know, it takes practice. My daughter, Guppy, she's almost three now. When we first put the mask on her, she hated it. Yeah. This was about maybe about a year ago when we started when she started pre-nursery because if she was um Ill. if she was ill or something then she'd have to wear a mask mm-hmm. uh, to go to school sorry not ill we don't send her to school ill i better clarify that <laughs> um we don't send her to school when if she's somebody ill somebody had yeah. something and but you're avoiding it exactly contact. right so then she'd put it on um and then she'd just rip it off but then we have to say to her you've just got to wear it and then yeah. soon it sort of conditions yeah, her seen little babies with it on oh and yeah babies yeah I've seen I've got this amazing picture of a friend of ours who whose baby's only about three months and this baby's got a little teddy bear one on and and they look so cute And but they don't you know kids automatically tend to just go and 
pull it off or something. But I'm I'm yeah. amazed, and I think you know, good on these uh, kids who are able to wear it, and they're much better than me because yeah. I was very squeamish about it. And it's sort of expected as well. I mean, I just bought my my youngest um, to to a vaccination just on Monday, her six month vaccination at the Mother Healthcare Clinic, and we didn't have a mask for her. You know, we just couldn't find a baby mask. And then people are like, oh, she doesn't have a mask. Oh, oh. Why, why are you bringing her out? And I said, well, I have to bring her out for her vaccination. Mm. And and they're just like, oh, no, don't 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 stay out for very long. I'm like, I don't plan to. But yeah. and, and it's sort of yeah. they're so worried for you. It is quite it is quite hard then to do it. I suppose the other aspect of it is also this thing about, you know, we're all wearing these masks and stuff. And we've seen kind of like media reports and stuff about how people are getting rid of these, you know, how they're disposing of them. And, you know, it's really sad to see that, you know, when you know that there is a potential infection there or whatever, that people might be dropping in the street. I've seen a couple of masks. I've been going shopping and I've looked down and I've seen masks lying on the floor. And to think that if they're on beaches and things like that, you just think, oh, they're just like anything else, like paper bags, you know, plastic bags. And, and they are. There are a lot of people who just sort of leave them on hiking mm. trails. Oh, and, God, yeah. that's awful. And, you know, the whole point of going outdoors is yeah. to, to feel more relaxed, but it's just being littered. So it's responsibility, isn't it? It's about responsibility of wearing it for others. And I think, you know, when you do wear a mask, it isn't so much about you. It's about others. Mm. It's about making sure that if you were to suddenly sneeze or cough, and God forbid, you know, if somebody is infected, then you certainly don't want to be sneezing and coughing in front of anyone where it's going to affect them. So it's about you. So then again, our responsibility is, is that we're careful about how we get rid of these things and make sure we put them in proper bins and some that somebody doesn't need to handle them at mm. some point. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, those are the more serious aspects. There are some lighter side of, of wearing what? masks, which we were talking about, I think. Last oh, I, I think it's pretty serious to get spots from masks. I'm yeah. getting chin spots. Yeah. yeah. I thought I, I thought I was the only one because I kind of came home once and I said to my husband, I don't know, I've got this big spot on my nose who's that friend on your nose and it's not going away i had one and it just went away yeah and so and I, and then you get these because it just seems like there's an incubation of heat in there and obviously bacteria you're breathing back and things so there are sort of things which are kind of um little irritants which are really i suppose in the long run not really something you should fret about or you know go on about but we can't help it because it's vanity that comes in and then also it stops you from you know lipstick is very much my thing <laughs> and uh, if i can't wait i think what's the point putting lipstick on because nobody can see you and then i just think i'm not taking my mask off because i don't have any lipstick on <laughs> <laughs> so that's much more of the frivolous side of it. Have you found yourself using less lipstick because yes, of the face absolutely. mask? Yeah, absolutely. Good I don't point. wear it. Yeah. I wore it today because I came in to see you, which Thank was nice. You. Yes, you know, and I got yeah, a and new, you look very nice. And yes. I got a new mask out for you too, just to commemorate the fact that yes, this is special. I'm going to go in, but it's also I think um, I've been kind of in the house for some time, and because my children are in the UK, and it's like sympathetic isolation because they're in in lockdown. And I feel like I should be in lockdown. <laughs> I should try and identify with them. So I've been keeping myself indoors. Socially distancing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, no, I will go in and see Noreen. And um, so it's nice to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and what about this? Just um, going on the, the, the situation in the UK, are people uh, under total lockdown? So people yes. don't go to work at all? 
school? Yeah, well, I think it's mainly sort of NHS staff. I think what they're doing is even things like supermarkets. My nephew uh, sent a picture of the local supermarket where they're allowing timings, like, for instance, between sort of 9 and 10 in the morning, the supermarkets are open only for NHS staff. So anyone who's working in the health service, who's on duty Mm -hmm. and who can't get out because they're working, the, the supermarkets are only available to them and they go in and do their shopping and things like that. Um, and then, you know, then the next hour is for people who, you know, again, it's like older people and things. Yeah, so they're trying the elderly, to sort of streamline yeah. a little bit so that everyone gets their chance to go in and do their shopping and things. But generally, everything is on lockdown. I'm not sure. I still think quite a few people are not taking it seriously. I think initially there may have been quite a few mixed messages about this that people are thinking, oh, it's not really, you know, we don't need to stay in. But I think now it's coming down a little bit more with a sledgehammer that people have to understand that they really need to stay indoors. So my kids, um, they're all working from home and certainly my family. My brother is a doctor, but he has been, he's just been out there and he can see a significant rise. He gives us an update every day and says, I can see a significant rise in the number of patients who are coming to me and it's corona related. But now they're doing everything on the telephone. So they're just taking calls on the telephone and then if they feel that there's something that needs to be handled, they'll pass it on to the NHS and things like that. Yeah. So I think it's 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 different everywhere. I've talked to somebody as well. I have a friend in Spain and he just sent me an email too this morning and he was just saying that we're completely in lockdown. We're lucky that we have a, a roof in the house so we go and have a little bit of a break. But, you know, we are going back to basics in terms of, you know, his his girlfriend is is cook, is making bread and cakes and, and she's cooking in the house because there's no way that they can get out and they're yeah. not, no one's going to go out and Things do Things in Spain is uh, pretty bad too. I mean, they're yeah. catching up with yeah. Italy now. Yeah, um, but back to the UK, um, yeah, you're right things there are not so you know they're, they're pretty gloomy my friend joe um who i went to university with so he's a young well, relatively young um guy and he he posted about a week ago and he's not been updating his facebook ever since and everybody's like how are you doing joe are you okay he just sort of said he's feeling frustrated that they're not testing people unless they're hospitalized and he said either way he feels as rough as a badger's like a, a bum. Um, he goes, his main symptoms are the worst cough he's ever oh, had. Gosh. It's making him lightheaded. It's making him wheeze. He's coughing a lot. He's short of breath and he's struggling to breathe. And he said, um, and he's getting a temperature. He says, if this is COVID-19, I don't recommend it to anybody. And he's, yeah. but the thing is that there's no way of him really knowing because they're not testing you yeah. until it's really serious, until you're in the hospital gosh. and they've been advised not to go to the hospital. Yeah. So it's just a bit of a catch twenty two, isn't it? It's and he's got about really... sixty five comments on his Facebook oh saying, goodness. "I feel the same way. I'm, I'm also getting these symptoms." Oh and it's just, yeah, no, it's just. I think it's just everyone's just saying it's surreal, and it's kind of hard to. I think it just. I wrote something about it recently, and it just. You wrote a very good poem. Yeah. Yes, I wrote a poem because it's sometimes it's just like you know you don't know how to express some of the things you're going through, and I think everyone just needs to understand that actually everyone else is going through exactly the same thing. And as much as like you know, I, I remember having a conversation with my son, and he was saying, "Well, you know, I'm just trapped in this room." But then I said you've got to understand that everyone else is in that situation at the moment. Mm -hmm. If you're safe, if you're healthy, then being trapped in a room is just 
a minor inconvenience. This it, too shall pass. It, it's really yeah. just something that you just have to deal with. But for people who perhaps are having some of the symptoms, things like that, then it's quite, it's pretty tough, isn't it, to yeah. sort of get by and stuff. But let's hope, you know, this is a, this is a cycle and um, everything hopefully comes to a natural end and let's just hope it's yeah. good. Or a line, yeah. not, not yeah. a cycle. I don't want yeah. it to happen yeah. again. Yeah, we don't want it to <laughs> well, come it, back. Well, you never know never when the know. next pandemic is. Because, you just don't know. But hopefully the world can be more prepared, maybe even be better users of face masks and yeah. use them more responsibly. I think now, I think people will um, will understand that, you know, they'll keep face masks. All of this thing just educates people. And they just change. It's like an evolutionary thing yeah. in, in people themselves. Like in Hong Kong. Yeah, like we, in Hong Kong. We didn't people naturally yeah. just wear it. And they don't complain about it. Yeah. You know, some people might complain. Like I did complain initially. Then I thought, no, this is ridiculous. I shouldn't be complaining. So I think it's just as humans, we just keep moving and we keep adjusting. And that's what it's about. Yeah. And so if you've got your mask wear it because you're wearing it for others not just yourself absolutely because you you may be fine from the symptoms of COVID 19 but you may be in touch with someone who will be in touch yeah. with an old person and that's basically a that's death right. sentence for, right. for them uh, well meanwhile thank you so much for your time uh, this afternoon uh, that's sadia osmani joining us for this thursday's uh, chinwag and she'll be back again uh, next thursday on a different topic many thanks again uh, for your time uh, sadia and uh, after the